Perfect. How is it going, Bears fans? Welcome back to another episode of the Bear Down Podcast, where we talk everything Bears every day of the week. Today, we are back with our first weekly installment of Fan Mail Friday. It is the third video we are uploading this week of our week one coverage, that being three of five. Uh, We are going to be answering some of your guys' fan-submitted questions before the Bears face off with the San Francisco 49ers on Sunday. So let's get right into it. Welcome back to the channel, guys, wherever you may be listening. The support this week has been absolutely overwhelming. We appreciate everyone who continues to uh, support the channel, support the podcasting platforms. Uh, As I mentioned earlier this week, it was an inconsistent summer, but you guys have been absolutely crushing it. We're going to keep bringing you guys as much Bears content as possible. So if you haven't already, do us a favor, drop a like, subscribe, follow, leave us a five-star rating, share the podcast. We're bringing you guys the most comprehensive Bears coverage on the web all regular season. Feels good to be back, though. I am your host, Chris Malpe, joined today on my right by my co-host, Parth Shaw. Parth, uh, we're recording this a day early, so when people are watching this, the Bills-Rams game will already be concluded. However, football for us uh, in the present time does record – or does record. Uh, it returns today with a big – NFL kickoff game. Who do you like tonight? Um, dude, I've been thinking about this all day. I haven't really even got any team, so I'll just take one off the bat. You know, for some reason, uh, I'm gonna go with the Bills. I'm like- the same way. I'm the same way. I, I oh. for some reason have had a gut feeling all week that the Bills are gonna do it, uh, and we could look like absolute buffoons when we post this podcast on Friday if they get yeah. run amok. But <laughs> no, I think I for some reason I just feel like whenever a team you know puts up their banner, they always struggle that night, and um, I think it's just gonna be one of those nights for the Rams. Um, the offense is a little bit out of sync, and then everyone's gonna you know start pointing fingers and. Obviously, the Rams are too good, so they'll they'll come back and bounce back in the upcoming weeks. But Josh Allen's got a lot of hype going into this week or this season, and that Bills offense is fun to watch. And obviously, Bills Mafia is going to be backing them up, so it's going to be it's going to be a fun game to see. I'm just excited to watch some football after a long, long time. That's for sure. Yeah, my gut feeling is telling me that no one's keeping the Bills out of the Super Bowl this year. Uh, mm-hmm. I think Josh Allen is a front runner for MVP. I think that defense got a lot better. We saw them struggle a little bit with edge rushing and run protection on defense uh, during the latter half of the season, but they obviously plucked Von Miller from the Rams. So should be a good game. Uh, say what you want about him, but my one Bears connection, as I can say, uh, I am excited to see Allen Robinson play. Yep. Hope he does good. Uh, I wasn't the biggest fan of his effort level or his final season in Chicago. And I'm a little bit sad about how that situation fizzled out, but all the best of luck uh, from everyone here at Bear Down to Allen Robinson tonight yep. and throughout the entirety of his tenure with the Rams. Should be a good game tonight, but we've both got the Bills. Let's hop into this, though, Parth. Uh, three days now until the Bears face off against the 49ers at Soldier Field, home opener. Should be a really good game. We've talked about the storylines all week. Justin Fields, Trey Lance, a lot of interesting headlines heading into this one. We've got six questions to answer, and we are going to start right here. These were submitted via Instagram. This first question comes from Chris Roy. He asks specifically, will Lucas Patrick get the start at guard 
over Tevin Jenkins and what is his deal heading into this weekend. Parth, I'm going to start with this one. Uh, you know, Lucas Patrick's situation is interesting. He's someone who has been injured, uh, had a thumb slash hand injury for a while now. However, uh, he is not on the Bears injury report. The inside scoop at Hallis Hall has said that he has been practicing at guard earlier today on Thursday in his press conference. Matt Eberflus said they would like to get him over to center if possible. However, it may make more sense to start him at the guard position, maybe moving Cody Whitehair over from guard to start at center, maybe keeping Sam Mustafer there. Uh, so this whole Lucas Patrick deal is definitely interesting. I think you start him at, at center if he's healthy enough. If he is not healthy enough to play at center, I don't think you try and move around too many pieces right before week one. That could potentially detriment the line that much. Uh, I think it's clear to anyone watching, anyone that's seen any tape on Patrick, that he's a pretty significant upgrade at the center position over Sam Mustafer. And obviously that was something that needed to be addressed this offseason. However, uh, Patrick has had limited action this week, but if he is healthy, uh, I most definitely think you start him at the center position. I don't think uh, you move him at guard over Tevin Jenkins just because Jenkins has some momentum now and he's rolling. I think uh, if it gets to a situation where you aren't confident playing Patrick at the center position, you probably just hold him out this week, in my opinion. Parth, anything to add there on the Lucas Patrick situation? It's good to see him back, but obviously you don't want to shift around that line too much and end up uh, potentially having a worse combination of players on the field with him out there. No, I'm going to completely agree with you. Um, like you said, Tevin Jenkins is getting some momentum, and I want to, you know, keep 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 seeing him play and keep seeing him progress. And with Lucas Patrick, you know, hopefully he's healthy enough for this weekend. Yeah, yeah, I would love to see him play. I think, as I mentioned earlier, he's a pretty big upgrade at the center position. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, something that the Bears can most definitely use, especially against a team like the 49ers with Javon Kinlaw coming up the middle. So hopefully Patrick can get out there and be healthy. I feel like because he doesn't have an injury designation uh, on the Bears, any of the Bears injury reports thus far this week, maybe that's a good sign. However, it seems like they have been trying him out at guard because he is a versatile player. Moving into our second question, this one comes from VSVP Legend on Instagram. Uh, he asks, what do you guys think is the Bears' biggest weakness against the 49ers this weekend? Parth, I'm going to let you start with this one. I feel like there are a couple different spots on the field where you could say the Bears are at a little bit of a weak point, so let me know what your thoughts are on this one. I'm, you know, I don't think our offensive line is weak by any means, but the 49ers defensive line is obviously one of the best in the league, and that's what terrifies me. And obviously our offensive line is pretty young. You know, um, our left tackle, Braxton Jones, will be making his first start in the NFL. Um, Tevin Jenkins might make his first start at the right guard. You know, I mean, Lucas Patrick might make his first start for the Chicago Bears. So these guys haven't had many starts together, so it's a new offensive line. And you can't expect that individual to, you know, be able to carry this team. They all have to play as a group, and we have to see that happen first. And uh, that's why I'm going to say our offensive line is definitely our biggest weakness going into week one. Okay, that's de that's definitely a good one. And, you, you know, Jones is going up against Nick Bosa in his first yeah. start. Patrick uh, coming off of the Armstead. I mean, these Absolutely. guys are ridiculously good players. Yeah. 
Yeah, Patrick potentially starting at center, coming on his first week of practice all offseason. Jenkins, still some uncertainty with him there. I think I'm going to flip it and go on to the defensive side of the ball, and I think I'm going to say I think the Bears' run defense is going to be something that potentially could be a weakness when you compare it to last season. Uh, I don't think the Bears' run defense was anything special last season. However, they could get the job done when need be. Say what you want about the productivity of guys like Akeem Hicks and Eddie Goldman, but those guys were really known as very good run stuffers. And then obviously the big one, too, that made a lot of big plays uh, when it came to the Bears' run defense is Khalil Mack. The Bears shifted him, or um, excuse me, uh, moved him uh, out to uh, Los Angeles with the Chargers. So he is no longer around. I think the Bears' run defense could struggle. We're going to see some new faces in there with Al Qadeen Muhammad as well as Travis Gibson, uh, amongst others, as Parr steps away for a second. Uh, but, uh, I, you know, I, I think the unit won't get completely ripped to shreds, but I do think Elijah Mitchell is a very good running back in this league, someone who is going to succeed not only against the Bears, but all season against any opponent. Uh, so I think that is definitely going to be a tough task for the Bears on Sunday, uh, not to mention as well Trey Lance is someone who can use his legs effectively in the run game as well. Moving on to the next question we've got here. Uh, This one is from Martin3AG on Instagram, one of my good buddies, Martin. Hope you're doing well up in Canada with the new job. Uh, He asks, do you guys think Justin Fields is going to have over or under one and a half passing touchdowns on Sunday? I'll start with this one. Uh, Prop picks are always a little bit hard for me. Uh, especially coming into week one when you haven't seen any real speed action. However, uh, I like where this offense is going. I think the Bears are finally having a shift in their organization towards focusing on the offense. Parth mentioned it earlier. The offensive line isn't anything great, but hopefully it can hold up well enough for Fields. I think Fields can make the throws as long as as his receivers can make the catches. Uh, A lot of Bears fans have been talking about how weak the receiver room has been for a while, but I think Fields will be able to find more success with this group of receivers than a lot of people see coming. Uh, So I'm actually going to go over. I think uh, the home crowd will play an advantage, at least on the defensive side of the ball. The Bears will have a lot of opportunities to have the ball in their hands. Uh, And something that Bears fans have complained about, and I've complained about for quite some time, is when you get down in the red zone, you've got to get seven points, whether that be rushing the ball, whether that be throwing the ball. Uh, it doesn't really matter, but I actually like Justin Fields uh, to have two-plus passing touchdowns in this game. I probably would put him at exactly two, uh, but uh, I don't want to get my expectations too high. I just hope he plays well uh, and has one for the matter of the fact. But thinking about it, uh, I actually like the over in that instance. Parth, anything to add there? Um, I'm going to say he has one passing and one rushing. You know, I'm going to go okay. a little different. Um, um, I know he's a great, he's a great passer. I know that, but he's dynamic with his legs. And I feel like in the red zone, he can take advantage with his legs. I like it. I like it. I like the addition of the rushing touchdown fields had 10 rushes for 103 yards, 10.3 yards per carry and a touchdown last year against the 49ers. One came on that miraculous, I think 20, 30 yard run on fourth and one. So hopefully he'll have success on the ground as well heading into week one. That's definitely something the Bears should look to exploit. Let's talk a little bit now about the Valus Jones situation. Justin Fields is good on Instagram. Uh, asked this question to us. He said, do you think Valus Jones Jr. not playing hurts the Bears? And are you worried at all about his situation? 
I, I don't know if I'd say worried just yet. Uh, obviously, uh, we all remember the Kevin White situation where nothing could ever pan out and he could never get healthy. Uh, it has been a touch worrisome, I would say, how injured Valus Jones has been. He didn't play in the Week 1 preseason game. Pretty sure he also didn't play in the Week 3 preseason game. We saw him go out there against Seattle, uh, and he had a pretty solid game with a nice punt return. Uh, I definitely think him not being out there hurts the Bears. I think a lot of people don't realize the impact that he can have on this offense in year one. Uh, I feel like no Bear has come in their rookie season and had an opportunity like this outside of maybe Anthony Miller and then obviously Darnell Mooney, but no guys drafted round three or later. Uh, Riley Ridley didn't have this opportunity. Javon Wims didn't have an opportunity like this. Other guys in the past as well haven't had the opportunity Villas Jones has not only to step up in a wide receiver three position, but to cement himself in this league especially after a lot of criticism all offseason. So I think the Bears will definitely miss him on Sunday. I'm currently operating under the assumption uh, he's missed two days of practice in a row. Probably won't go this weekend, but hopefully the team can get him back in week two in Green Bay. Parth, touch on this a little bit for me. Valus Jones seems like he's probably going to miss this weekend. He's been injured throughout training camp. We saw a little bit of action from him uh, just a couple of weeks ago, though. Does his situation worry you at all? A little bit. Um, it's obviously a little concerning um, with how injury prone he has been so far. But you know, I'm just excited that you know he can be out there, um, and there is a possibility that he can play week two. Um, I doubt he plays this week, obviously, just because he hasn't practiced the first two days. Unless if that changes, that would be nice as well. But like you said, he does bring a he does bring a little bit of dynamicness to this offense, and uh, I mean, he's a rookie, and you want to see think good things out of rookie players. That's for sure. Yeah, unfortunate that he probably won't be able to go with the rest of his rookie class on Sunday. However, uh, I am very hopeful that Valish Jones, as well as a lot of other rookies on this Bears teams or on this Bears team, will be able to make a pretty big impact. Not only in Week One, but throughout the entirety of the season, a lot of young bucks ready to make their mark, which we haven't seen in years past. Let's hop into our second to last question now. This one from always.humble on Instagram. He asks, do you think Trey Lance will struggle against the Bears defense on Sunday? A lot of components playing into this one for sure. Uh, a lot of new faces in the Bears secondary with Kyler Gordon and Jaquan Brisker, the second-round picks. A lot of new faces across the Bears defense. As I mentioned earlier, Al-Qadine Muhammad, Travis Gibson is going to be starting, Justin Jones as the there Nicholas Morrow in at linebacker I don't really know what to expect from Lance but Parth I'm going to pass it to you to answer this one Lance's third start but realistically his debut start in the league as the franchise quarterback of the San Francisco 49ers what do you expect out of him on Sunday and do you think the Bears defense can have their way with him in some instances I think they can however I think there's gonna be times where Trey Lance also has takes advantage of this Bears defense also. I mean, at the end of the day, he's a flashy player who can throw the ball 60, 65, maybe even 70 yards and also take off and, you know, run faster than most of you guys on your defense. Um, Trey Lance is someone that I really loved coming out of school, and, um, you know, I think he can play really well. Um, and I expect him to have a pretty good game against this Bears defense. Um, I don't think he'll struggle all that much. Yes, there will be times where he makes his errand throws, and that's when the Bears have to take advantage of that. Um, it, you got to take the turnovers as they come, and uh, with Trey Lance, there are going to be turnovers, that's for sure. 
Yeah, uh, you know, with any second-year quarterback, I think yeah. there are going to be struggles. I think the same could be said for Justin Fields. Uh, it, it, I'm hard-pressed to believe that he's going to have any perfect game, uh, much less a good game against a solid defense in this one. So I do believe Trey Lance will have his struggles. I think uh, he'll have his highs and lows, as we've talked about with Justin Fields. Uh, it's never easy to put together a perfect game in the NFL. However, uh, Trey Lance, when coming out in 2021, is someone a lot of Bears fans wanted on the team. He now has uh, some pretty good resources around him, a strong offensive line with Trent Williams at left tackle, Kyle Juszczyk as the fullback. He'll have Elijah Mitchell. He'll have Debo Samuel. He'll have Brandon Ayuk. It doesn't seem like George Kittle is going to be able to play in this one, which is a big factor that I'm sure we'll talk about later this week. Uh, I think we'll see his ups and downs. I think the exact same thing goes for Fields. As you mentioned, though, it's going to come down to potentially which defense can take advantage, and that is a perfect segue into our last question asked here by Teddy Spittler. He says, do you guys think the Bears can force two or more turnovers in this game? I'll keep rattling it off. I'll keep going here before passing it off to you before we close it, Parth. Uh, I think the Bears will force a turnover. Uh, whether it be a forced fumble or an interception, I think they will get one. I do like the technique and the intensity that head coach Matt Eberflus has brought to this defense. If anyone has watched the episodes of 1920 Football Drive, he continues to talk about the hit principle uh, in the locker room after the preseason game against the Chiefs. He specifically addressed the defense and said, did you try and force a fumble, try and strip a player uh, every drive defensively? So I think this Bears defense is going to come out with some aggression. I think they are going to play really hard under Eberflus and defensive coordinator Allen Williams. I think they are going to be better than a lot of people expect throughout the entirety of this season. Uh, I'm just hard-pressed to say, knowing nothing about Trey Lance, are uh, knowing as little as I can about Trey Lance and the entirety of the 49ers offense. Looking at the pieces they have, I'm hard-pressed to say that I think the Bears are forced two or more turnovers in this game. However, I do think their unit will hang around nonetheless. I think it will be a good game for the Bears defensively. Um, hopefully they don't allow like 28, 30-plus points. But uh, they've got Roquan Smith back, some high hopes in the secondary. I think the pass rush will still be solid. Uh, I am hopeful about this Bears defense heading into week one. They're always a unit that is solid. So, Parth, I'm going to pass it to you before we close this one out. A lot of new faces, uh, both on the coaching staff and on the field for the Bears defense heading into this game. Obviously, we don't know a, a whole lot uh, about the 49ers outside of the fact that they have a uh, rookie, uh, technically a rookie quarterback I would call Trey Lance, uh, heading into this game and a lot of uh, high-powered high caliber pieces coming in on offense. Do you think the bears can force two or more turnovers in this week one matchup? I don't think so. Um, I think the bears are going to be able to get one interception off of Lance, um, but uh, turn two turnovers. Um, that's just something that you don't see that often. So I'm just not going to say it happens week one. That's for sure. I need to see more out of the defense before I say something. about them. I feel like it's also just hard to predict turnovers in general. I mean, they exactly. could get three, they could get one, they could get five, they could get zero. They come in bunches whenever they do come, that's for sure. Absolutely. However, I mean, I don't know about you. I have, I have high hopes for the Bears' defense, as I, as I previously said. I have high hopes for our secondary. Uh, I'm a little worried about our front seven. Um, I, feel like, okay. I feel like we just don't have – I don't know. I mean, we have a nice we – have, we have Roquan Smith as our main linebacker, but, you know, no. A lot of new faces, that's for sure. That's for sure. And um, switching to a 4-3, we have to 
we get to put more stress upon you know your linebackers, and I don't know if we have the potential unit for that. But I'm interested to see if what uh, um, yeah. coach has cooked up. Obviously, he was such a great defensive coordinator for the, uh, the Colts, so we'll see what happens. Should be intriguing to see. I do like the mentality that Matt Eberflutes brought to the defense throughout training camp. I already mentioned that hit principle earlier, but hopefully it pays off on Sunday. Thank you guys so much for tuning into our first installment of Fan Mail Friday. Our next podcast coming to you will be our pregame show live streamed on Saturday. We are going to be joined by our good friend Rashab Sikri, the Windy City Productions. Uh, he is absolutely huge in the Bears space. I believe over 30,000 subscribers on YouTube. Tons of listeners everywhere and followers. Uh, that is going to be live streamed on our YouTube channel as well as our Twitter page on Saturday. September 10th, I believe 3 p.m. Central Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Time. Be sure to look out for that if you're listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Uh, the audio transcript of that will be posted shortly after, so that will be up by the end of Saturday night. But the comprehensive Bears coverage, the Week 1 coverage, it continues to roll on as we get closer and closer to Week 1. If you haven't done so already, do us a favor, drop a like, subscribe, follow. We've got big plans for this season, and we are excited for all of you guys to enjoy our content. If you want more content from us, though, outside of the podcast, head to our website, beardown.com. You can find the podcast on Instagram and Twitter, at Down for updates on guests and other social media content that you can't see around here. And finally, you can find the links to our personal social media pages down in the description for myself, as well as my co-host Parth and the rest of our team. It's a great way to interact with us. And you can see our thoughts on all things Bears, the entirety of the National Football League, as well as all of Chicago sports, as we are within, I believe, uh, 19 days of Chicago Bulls training camp. So a lot to look forward to as all sports start clicking back in Chicago. Parshaw, the weekend is approaching Thursday night football tonight. Games all weekend, primetime Sunday, primetime Monday, college football to get us there. Any last words before we sign off? Um, yeah, I'm excited for some week at the football tonight, obviously, and then college football. It's always fun to watch some college football. I know we have one against Idaho this weekend, so um, uh, I'm not ready to go to that game, but <laughs> absolutely a lot, a lot to look forward to. A lot, sure. lot of other games that are intriguing. I, I know Iowa is playing Iowa State, so that should be a fun one to watch. That's gonna have me on pins and needles, unfortunately. But, uh, yeah, no, most definitely. I think we're in a good time for sports where, uh, you know, I'm not the biggest baseball guy. Baseball, too. I mean, you know, my wife. Yeah, you're you're a bigger baseball guy than me, but it is nice that there is some form of support. about the White Sox because, you know, I want them to succeed behind the scenes right now. That's where I'm I'm at with them. That that playoff push is fingers crossed, that's for sure. Oh, most definitely. Uh, it should be a good finish for them. But, yeah, I think we're at a good time in sports. We're there uh, now is consistently enough on and obviously a full slate of football back that there's always a lot to look forward to on the weekend uh, and throughout the week as well. I mean, there's football on Sunday night, Monday night, Thursday night. So uh, Tuesdays and Wednesdays kind of suck, but uh, everything after then is most definitely worthwhile. And we are excited to continue to cover this bear season for you guys inching closer and closer guys thank you so much for tuning in once again it's been a pleasure to be your host once again my name is chris malpy and bears fans as always do us a favor and stay safe and bear down
live stream of our pregame show coming tomorrow. Looking forward to bringing it to you guys. Be on the lookout for that. And that is pretty much it for us. We'll see you in the next one. Peace out.